Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by a very frustrated Vance right now. Hi, Vance. How you doing? Good. We have a Todd Young on the phone as well. Hi, Todd. Woo! Ready to go. All right. Very <laughs> excited, Todd. Um, I have Ranger to my left, but I think Vance is also in front of his Ranger. Maybe not in the front of, but... Vance, how about you explain it to everyone before we go too far into this? What What is the... I, uh, struggles right now i can't get my boat out of my garage okay now i'm and gonna i'm just reversing and forwarding the entire time trying to wiggle this damn thing out mm. but you gotta watch that trim i know that was an issue the first time you took it home like i almost got it but it's freaking these tandem axle jackass things are just so <laughs> tough like <laughs> Thank God it's night and no one can see me. None of my neighbors. I mean, as if they would even know what a freaking boat is. The, just like the cloak of darkness is very convenient for watching fenders pulling out of a garage. Like the, I like my rub rail is just jacked right now because I have I've hit every single side of my garage. <laughs> okay, like and just tonight. I can't find my leaders, and that's what started this whole damn thing. <laughs> I have no idea where my leaders are, and I'm fishing in two days. Did, didn't you, la- or when the house was brand new, the boat was that that boat or the uh, <sighs> or the Illumicraft when you when you like pulled out and your wife <laughs> ended up calling you and said, "What happened to the tree oh, that in was, the garage?" Oh yeah, that was that was me. That was the new one. That, that was that the was Ranger the new boat. Yeah, 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 that was like the first time you're like, it. Yeah, I'll take care of that when I get home. Because I, I left the, uh, the, I left the, uh, the angled rod holder, the rod holder in, in the trap. Was yeah, yeah. You're watching the tires and the rod holder rip the, the flashing need, off. Nice. I nice. just need a second set of eyes right now, and I don't have it. But what you do have is two people calling plays from the stands, and. Yeah. The whole Thank audience listening what to this. Goes, what goes in, what must come out. Oh, Not exactly, God. but okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. I just can't believe. Well, I was supposed to be up at camp like two hours ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm not because I can't <laughs> find, because I couldn't find leaders. And then I tried to pull out and now I'm just stuck. I can't get out. I have to. I, what I have to do is unhook the boat and rehook the thing. But here's the issue: when I unhook the boat, you know that jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way that my uh, garage and driveway is slanted, I can't get the jack into place to even take it off the tongue. So I have to back it all the way up, and then get it to like a level spot. And get the get the uh, you know the jack going, but then I'm in the same predicament because I just backed it up into the spot, <laughs> same spot, and you can't and move I can't, it. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. move it. So yeah. okay, so I'm, I want to I want to clear this one up a little bit. So Vance's garage floor is as one would expect on a new construction to be level. Then it goes to a not an extreme downhill slope to the road, but it's it's enough to where I would not want to be trying to stop a boat of his size if it started to go down because you wouldn't stop no. it. 
it would continue and go across the street and then probably sink into the mud of the neighbor's yard, the newly constructed yard. And if someone's filming, it would be a YouTube, uh, yes, sensation. Yes, it would. Get a million hits. (laughs) So granted my house was supposed to be flat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'll be a simple back end for you. And then they dug the hole and we're like, Oh, well, you know, this lot was built on a creek, so we have to keep your house a little higher. Well, very nice. There's probably like the petrified pants. steelhead. They're poltergeist steelhead underneath your basement. Possibly. But so good deal. Let's go with the plugs. We'll let Vance do his thing as uh, hopefully before the podcast's over, he will have it out of the garage. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, Vance, keep us periodically updated as we get through these plugs about Please. your progress yes. of being stuck in your garage. Without leaders. Leaderless. Yes. And that's probably wise because you don't have a leader. Yes. You, you need, need someone. Lead. Yes. Okay. You need lead. <laughs> Just like we have a leader. You should, see the, t- you should see the tire mar- marks on my driveway. Vance, they are so... Because I've, like, reversed and turned and stuff like that so many times. It looks like art. It looks like somebody just spray-painted the whole driveway black. Nice. It, sometimes, if you need to take a breather, back that back in. I'm, I'm going to give you life advice right now. And I, I would really like to have this happen on the show. Back the boat back in. Take it off the off the, the ball. And then just take your aggression out on your truck. Do a hot lap around the block. And just light them up on every corner and spike the brakes really hard. It will get some of that frustration out. You'll come back with a clear mind and a reckless and disorder um, citation. Yeah, you can't do it. These white people will. I'll be honest. I I can't do it. They just have no idea what what they're doing. They're out walking the dog, mowing the lawn, waving. That's not me. And then if they see me do burnouts in the... In the neighborhood, I'll be, you know, it won't be too pleasant. We'll have to move. Chastise. You'll have to move. Yeah. But the nice thing is if you do burnouts, you have those spare tires that you always had that we talked about, whatever, a couple months ago. You could put them on your truck, right? I have no idea what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> I am stuck. <laughs> I'm freaking stuck, man. <laughs> I'm you know, so freaking stuck. I want to, I want to, I, I mean, we can continue on with this but let's wrap this one up with like if if anyone would ever say would you envision getting your boat stuck anywhere i don't think the top response would be yes in my garage (laughs) so this is a very special moment well i'll tell you i was in the situation at the musky max this year Mm -hmm. because after I got my boat in and watched them get the other couple Rangers in from Vic's Marine uh, Sports Center, Kent, Ohio. Also, Kent, Ohio also carry Star Welds, Star Crafts. They have uh, aluminum Rangers and all the glass Rangers you need. One of the biggest dealers in the country. They service all motors. Get a hold of them for any of your service needs. This is a busy time of the year. We got another friend up at camp, got a new Ranger. It's on the truck right now. He's freaking out. Can't wait to get it. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about like Vance. No. <laughs> well, Vance might need another one. He's just going to build around that one. Uh, 
in his garage. He's going to keep it there. It's going to be his workbench. <laughs> no, but uh, get a hold of him down at Vicks Marine. But when it was a debacle getting them in down there at the Mosky Max, enough that the whole time in the back of my mind, it was like, hope I can get this thing out of this building. All it took was 12 people to push the boat out. It was much easier getting it out than it was getting it in. It was mm-hmm. enough that I don't think we're taking the uh, the Gray Ranger down there next season. Uh, but, yeah, some curbs in the way. It's kind of nerve-wracking. But So, Vicks Marine Sports Center, get a hold of those guys. Ken, Ohio, great Where, guys to deal with. What rod would you tie that leader on to? Well, if Vance had leaders, oh. he, he would be putting them on his new St. Croix trolling rods that he just picked up. I don't even think he's really got a chance to run them yet. He fished, uh, him and I went out one time. We got to check them out. I got them about mid-season last year. Great rods. Got to use them a little bit here in PA and uh, used them all the second half of last season. I, I really like them. Uh, they show the action really good. That's the thing. There's you know With, with, with your trolling rods, Andy has always said, you guys are using casting rods for trolling. You, you know how you always say that, Andy? Oh, I've, I've said it this week to, a, yeah. to another person. Yes. yes. Well, you know, there was always a reason I was doing that. Every glass trolling rod I got, I just didn't like the way I could see that action. We fish such a weedy lake that, you know, I want to see. And I can look over. I can look at that rod. I stare at them all day, you know, 100 and some days a year. And I can tell there's something on, there's something wrong there. Whether it's on the leader, whether it's there's just a little weed, it, maybe it's still wiggling. I like to see the action. Glass rods, you just don't get that tip action that you get out of using the standard casting graphite rod. Well, this new St. Croix rod is a mix between graphite and glass, some type of special composite, and uh, they show the tip action great. Available up to like a nine-foot uh, two-piece. It breaks down down by the handle. I've not had an issue. I'm, I know I'm never going to have an issue with it. And it's nice that you can fit it into a anyone's normal size rod holder once you break it down it rod breaks locker. down right or, yeah rod locker it breaks down right in front of the handle and uh i really like him Vance is gonna like him too if he can get his boat out of the garage and find his leader so. i'm now pulling the thing <laughs> you're doing what i'm pulling i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay Hey, hey, Vance. I'm serious. I know this isn't going to help you immediately. I will drive up after the show, so if you can hang out for like an hour, hour and a half, I will be there to help you. Oh my god, this is a freaking pain, man. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So coming back to our leader, Andy. Oh, okay. I see what you did there, Andy. Andy, our fearless leader, who would go come and help. And I know if I called Andy and said I needed him down here. My boat is stuck. I would come down. My boat is stuck. He would drive the whole way down to my place. I live about 70 miles from Andy. He would be here. So, fearless leader. Yes. What's going on with the uh, rod holders, raptors? What's happening there? Okay, not a whole lot has changed on the raptor front. Very limited inventory. But who doesn't have a limited inventory is Musky Tackle Online. Check them out for the standard colors. You can also look up... Um, Team Rhino Outdoors, if you want exclusive colors. He has his own colors. Don't ask me for them. I ain't got them. 
But do you know who does? Jeff at Team Rhino Outdoors. Rod holders. It is like rod holder season. Like every day I'm packing these things up and they are hitting the mail. Uh, I'm I would doing, like to hear it. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. I just got a whole bunch more salties I ordered coming from down east so I can make these. Vance, are you going to be okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Cardio? This is good. Way good. Shit. <laughs> this is hilarious. Just He's keep not going. good, dude. We okay. Let I, okay, so. Uh, give I, us an update. Half of, the boat, half of the boat is out of the garage. And I think both ti- both sides are going to clear. But I almost lost the boat. Did you have like a like two by four handy that you could we wedge under the I wheel? Threw an anchor. I threw an anchor under it. Like like under the wheel or just threw it on the cement behind the boat? Under the wheel. Okay, good. I was hoping you weren't just going to like launch it into here and just watch it get drug. Oh, my God. <laughs> Insanity. Man. I'm not, I'm not going to make it to camp tonight. Well, you're halfway out. You can't just put the thing right back in. You're right. I have to do this. Finish what you started. Keep going. Okay. So along with that, uh, the rod holders, you know, I got, you know, I'm working on a really unique setup. I just spent about two hours with a customer tonight. He actually drove up to my place and we discussed a ton of things. So I have no problem investing time in finding the solution that's right for you. If you're too far away. I'll gladly answer emails or messages, texts, phone calls. We can get this figured out. And Muddy Creek, who well, there's one and a half boats right now ready. Yeah, Muddy Creek is having some issues right now, but uh, I'll, I'll be ready. On, I'm, I'm ready to go on a few parts. Yeah, I mean we're we're ready to fish. We'll put it that way. We need to get our boats. To the lake, but we are ready to fish. And we fishing starting two days from now. All <laughs> okay. Todd, you still with us? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> you were Morse coding on us. <laughs> there he goes again. What is going on with this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the night before the season. Um, th- something we were going to name that like this one, but it's not really the night before. But it's just like you know, last minute. I don't know complications or something. These are certainly complications. Th- they certainly. Yeah, I've got. You, you guys have me now. Now we have yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, it could be Vance because. He's like sweating and short circuiting his phone. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. I'm good. All right. Okay, so Muddy Creek, you guys are getting ready to rock. Any available dates June, July? Second and fifth. There's a couple. Yeah. June second, June fifth, and July fifth. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So Yeah, I had a couple of I mean, we we have a couple days we can fill in, but you know. Other words, no. There's there you're 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 solid. There's really not much. Yeah, you got to get a hold of us. If you got some stuff for the fall, we'll be ready to go. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do our best to get you out there, get you on some fish. Don't even. I mean, the website. Another issue with Muddy Creek. Always computer and email issues. Website's down again, Vance. I can't even look it up. You're kidding. No, it's it's in Chinese. 
Again. <laughs> you guys yeah. got hacked by China? Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was talking to a guy who was doing like a website review, and the guy's like, okay, pull this up and pull it up. I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, you got your site up. I said, yeah, how's that look, and how's this? And I was like, it looks really good. Other than it's in effing Chinese. This happened like two weeks ago. and uh, Is it Mandarin? I have, I don't know. Chinese, <laughs> Japanese, Dardanese, I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> something but uh i had i had a client out the other day he's like yeah i i found you online and i want to do this pa trip and i want to tell you that you know you're uh i couldn't get to your website it's in chinese or whatever and uh it's back because i tried to look it up tonight because i'm doing an article for musky hunter little thing about chautauqua lake and i was like oh geez i wrote this one time i'm going to look at what i wrote about chautauqua lake on the website and i can't get on you can't, you can't, I can't look it up on the phone. You can't look it up anywhere. It just says site is, so don't go to our website. Just call us. The number's around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. At least we're booked right now. We can get it figured out eventually. But always issues with that. I'm going to oh, tell you. Don't, e- don't email me either. <laughs> How are they going to get a hold of you? <laughs> yeah, you Wait a you minute. Can't, you can't look at the website. You can't email me. Uh, I can, I can find a text. I think I found the website. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't work on my computer or my phone. <laughs> Chinese. I don't know how they're, they're not even connected. <laughs> okay, oh let's, let's keep it's these like... complications rolling because this is this, this is, is insane. This is the perfect snapshot. I mean, you know, I, I guess a lot of people. <laughs> And this is not scripted. This is just Money we're gonna Greek fishing guys. <laughs> Wait, what the hell is this? I thought it was fixed. I thought it was too. I'm on it right now, and it's absolutely I perfect. I I googled it and and I can find it. I also see it when I even when I looked up Lake Chautauqua Muskie charters, I saw a charter company that has a fish laying on the deck of a boat, and then there's us. And it's it's English. Okay, now you're frustrating me because that was earlier this afternoon. I got extremely frustrated and went out and started cutting grass. Oh my god! But it it was not. Yeah, it, it wasn't working. The email, <laughs> my email shut down. Uh, oh my! Luck. I think we got the name. This name of this show is going to be last minute frustrations. We got Vance boat stuck. We got Chinese speaking Todd. And wait. Well, there's no, I mean, I, I don't have time to deal with it right now. I mean, I'm going to have some time next week. But of all times for this time, except that quadri but stuff booked. Uh, oh, goodness. Is it windy up there, Vance? Yes. <laughs> it is. It's very windy. So good luck. Try to call us. Call. This. Or text. This like uh, okay. oh, so I was getting back to this. This is a perfect snapshot. So there's a lot of people, and I, I don't want to even say that. The, I, I would say that there is a general, broad interpretation of what it's like to be a fishing guide, and that's wake up every morning smiling, whistling a tune. You go hit the boat and you fish all day long, and you get paid to do it. This is this is like extremely this is it couldn't be any more perfect in my eyes that two guides literally having 
problems like last minute and and you can just you you can see it it can be uh through you know uh digital base it can be actual physical things you heard Vance just blow a yeah. disc out yeah. you know Todd was frustrated enough that he decided to go mow grass because you know just trying to maintain everything and hold it together because yeah as we've been talking about, you guys are booked. It's not like you're going to have a whole lot of time, June, July, and August, to go get this stuff fixed. Now, hopefully, Vance will have his boat out of the, the garage before then. But I'm thinking I'm going to. Yes, I think you will, too. I mean, and if not, yeah. I will come up and I will I will do this for you. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, and I, I don't comp- – I mean, never, never do I ever complain about what we have to do, but uh, – it, 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 it was easy when I was guiding a couple of days a week. You know, you take some time after work, you get the boat ready. Oh, cool. Let's go. This is going to be great. You do this. When it's every day, I mean, it starts at, it starts at 6 a.m. and my alarm goes off. It's like, what's the weather going to be? What should I wear? What should I tell my clients to do? You know, what are we going to do if they do this? What happens here? And I've talked to the guys the night before, and then they call in the morning. Oh, it's supposed to rain this afternoon. Yeah, well, come on down. We're going to deal with it, you know, and uh, calls coming in. I know Vance started getting them this year. You know, I got probably 10 calls this week. Hey, you know, we're booked for July 2nd. And uh, I, I just hadn't heard from you. I just want to make sure we're good to go. Oh, well, if you're on the schedule, you're good to go. I got like 12 people to talk to before I get to you, you know. Uh, and it's not, that's just the way it is. I know people are excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I was gonna uh, give I was gonna give the opposite view here because, you know, like like you're saying, you have all of these dates in front of these people, and to give an update from someone that's thirty days out, just just isn't in the cards, you know. The, it, no. it, and but a person that's like really looking forward to this, they got a thing, and they're just you know, it, it's it's not it it's a I see both sides, you know. Some of these trips were booked uh, last December, and I said, "Okay, great, you're on the books, July first. Write it down, or June first, whatever. Write it down." Mm-hmm. That was it. I told him I'd get a hold of him a couple of days before the trip. Wow! And uh, you know, noise. Yeah, that was nice. What, what that's it, nice too. Is, there's a squirrel in there now. No, that's I'm a camper. Out. I just squeaked by. That's what that was. Like so, now you got a big Lord. black streak on your your flashing. Just an annihilated driveway. What a piece of crap! <laughs> a huge cement just, and then you can just drive your tires on it, and it just normal driving, turning them, and then you just ruin your cement. That's a, good. That, that's okay. That the neighbors the good, won't the thing, judge you. The thing, they're like. They were coming to reseal my driveway too because it's a piece of crap because they did a shit job on it and like poured cement in the rain because everybody up here is brainless um <laughs> and so now they're like due to to seal my driveway again and there's going to be huge tire marks all over it are, are they sealing right it or are they like top coating it with they're like, they're they're sealing it okay so that so then uh, after, that that will be locked in the archives forever yes so this this podcast can go uh, down in history. So I'll always remember this one. I think a lot of people are going to remember this one. Oh, I'm on the road. I'm towing my boat. Cut it out. Nice. How does that feel? 
relaxing. Relaxing. Yeah. Have you found those leaders yet? No, you know, and that's what sucks. I got to find them. I ripped my whole boat apart for them, and then they weren't in there. I had like 30 of them. Todd tied them. Ridiculous. Okay, so how, how did you, how do you store your leaders? Man, like, I got my boat ready in April because of my wedding and stuff and, and honeymoon. So I just keep them in a bag and I usually put them in uh, the, I guess you would call it the glove compartment. Mm-hmm. And they're in a the little Ziploc. But when I opened that thing up, it wasn't in there. And I checked like every Plano box, checked the floor, couldn't find them. Todd, how do you store your leaders? I keep them in the glove box. In the... I mean, just loose or? Oh, no. No, in a little Ziploc. In Ziplocs. Okay. Yeah. Casting, labeled, trolling. So I know I can grab them on them real quick. Yeah. Get them out. Boom. Back in action. Not Cross that this lines. is a, a giant, you know, moment in the podcast, but I really, really enjoy keeping my leaders on those big, giant safety pins. Todd, you remember, like, that's how you, you have them at the show to sell them? Oh, yeah. I have them in a the truck like that. That's the backups. I might be giving those all advance here tomorrow but <laughs> no <laughs> so so i want to describe this this was this was one of the, like the cool things that i i just really like when you second purpose something todd the first time that i think that we really had a show together you had the leaders and they were yeah. all on this big giant safety pin looking thing and i'm just like why do i kind of remember why does that seem familiar and I think that you said you got that from an old hunting license holder. Yes. And it was perfect because it fit right through the tie point on the swivel. And you just had them all on there, just like little soldier boys. Closed them Hanging up. So- down, soldier boys, yeah. You get about 50, around 50 on one. Mm-hmm. And it was the neatest thing. So then I had to go and find my own big safety pins. They weren't exactly the same, but they work. And yeah. just, you know, the, the purpose is fulfilled. So... Just a neat little thing, you know, and then sometimes like when I'll like have a small pack, I will take one liter, open up the snap and put on whatever, one, two, three, six, whatever of these, the tie points on the swivels onto that snap, close the snap and then they're all connected. So nice. anyways, I thought I'd give some useful tips today. Yeah. But do you know what else I is useful? Not. Muskie's Inc. You guys know that? Yes. Very good. They're great. I want to, you know, I got an email tonight when I was trying, right before getting the kids to sleep, and I wanted to read it at least a little bit. At least, So we're, I'm part of uh, Three Rivers Chapter, and if anyone's been following anything with the Pennsylvania Fish Commission, they've been, you know, doing some musky updates on Facebook, um, and they've been working with Three Rivers, but... Uh, just, uh, I'm going to read some of this. The purchase of the minnows. This was sent out from our chapter president, Joel, uh, kind of giving an update of how, uh, things that have been going on with the musky world in our area. So, uh, I'm going to be reading this right now. The purchase of the minnows for the Linesville hatchery was scheduled last week. We ended up spending $3,500 to purchase roughly 800 pounds of minnows. After talking to Jared, which we had on the show, look that up. Really good podcast. 
uh, Jared Sayers. At the hatchery yesterday, there was roughly about 10% of the minnows left. The muskies responded very well to them, and Jared mentioned that they, the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission, were buying another round next week. He said the fish look very healthy and will be stocked starting the middle of next month. And he will be sending some pictures of these fish before they are stocked into the lakes. A huge thanks to everyone who helped raise the money this year. All right. So that's not the whole email, but that is a little snippet of what a local chapter can do to help your local fishery. So our chapter raised 3,500 and it says right there, 800 pounds of minnows. And if there's 10% left, that means about 80 pounds left. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know if that means they're just going to keep them there and they're going to get eaten when they get eaten or, or what, but for nonetheless, 720 pounds of minnows had been eaten by these muskies. And if anyone recalls when Jared was talking to us, they roughly put on a one-to-one ratio weight. These muskies put on the weight of the minnows they eat for their growth. It's really, you know, it's just beneficial for them. So those fish that were getting stocked, you know, there's 35,000 of them. Collectively, they put on over 700 pounds. If, That's great. So Those things are going to be catchable by the time, time they stock them. Oh, I'm going to be sitting right there when the truck is. It's just going to be like trout I see, season. I, I, see, I see some pictures every once in a while on Facebook. That, uh, definitely look like that just happened. Yeah. It. So it, it's more or less what I'm showing is that's just our chapter. And we get an email update every so often. And it's, it's nice to scan through it and read it. And... Um, you know, that's that's a positive. Yes, it is a large organization that spans many states, but it breaks down into your local region, and nice things like that can happen. Other great things that can happen are the local tournaments. And I'm not going to go into super detail, but um, we got the Wausau tournament. You can check out that through the Wausau Muskies, Inc. chapter if you're in Wisconsin. That's going to be happening June 1st. Uh, look it up. I've talked about it the last couple of weeks. Vance, I'm going to let you take over the Chautauqua Lake showdown. Todd and I hobbled through it the last couple shows. So, yeah, I forgot my wallet too. So that's good. I have to turn around. <laughs> um, Chautauqua Lake showdown, June 29th uh, at Chautauqua Lake. It's a one day tournament. Zach Baker in chapter 69 started a website for it. Go to that website. <laughs> Theirs works. Ours does not. Um, when you can find all the details out uh, there about that beautiful tournament um, on the 29th. Big shout-out to Zach. Big shout-out to Baker Bates. Um, Todd and I got uh, wonderful packages packages in the mail from Zach. Can't wait to use them. Um, check out that tournament. It's a lot of fun. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. I got to break one of my new bakers in yesterday. Oh, yeah? Well done. Is it so, a goldie? <clears throat> no. I have no Is idea it? what color it was. It was a hot perch or something. Bright perch looking bait. Very nice. All right. So Todd, are you fishing any more in Pennsylvania before Saturday? No, I'm I, I got no. It's it's Thursday night. I'm <laughs> done in Pennsylvania. I'm leaving for Chautauqua tomorrow, hopefully early afternoon, get up there. I want to make a run around the lake, but I'm still wrapping up things here for the old man at the sea move out. 
sort of like it's mm-hmm. like I call it, you know, moving well, out of the house and moving into a camper and I'm getting everything ready around home. More or less, you are going to have the adult equivalent of summer vacation. Yes, for the whole summer. The whole summer and going into the go late home. fall. Yeah, <laughs> but you're going to go home a couple times for a couple minutes. This is this is like camp. It literally is camp, but like camp for kids. Like they, they go and they sleep out in the wilderness, even though you're not in the wilderness, you're in a camper, but it's in a wilder, more treed setting. And, um, but okay. So I'm going to lose it. Okay. What happened? I just can't believe what is going on right now. Let me guess. Your wallet is right next to you. No, I have no idea where the wallet is. Are you home? Probably next to the leaders. I'm. I'm just going to park it. I'm not going up tonight. Just a ba- just a bad idea. I never known you to be a quitter. I'm not quitting. I'm just taking. I'm taking a five. Are you putting it into the garage? I'm going to put it back in the garage. Yeah. Oh, you. Are. Oh my okay. goodness. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is just insane. I had all this crap to do today, and what time is it? Ten forty. 1030, who knows? Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going up because here's the reason. I haven't parked my boat there yet. It's pitch black, and I wanted to do it with, with, with daylight out. You know what I'm saying? It's not like an easy pull in and pull out at these campgrounds. You know? I don't, but the way that my luck has been going, I'm just going to go home, get hammered. I mean, go home, back <laughs> my boat in. Finish this podcast and re- rethink, just because my luck is, is is not good right now. I think that you not should good. read some Bible verses. <sighs> I just need a nice deep breath. You know, I was on my honeymoon. What were we talking about? I'm sorry. I, I was, was important. I was kind of working into a... Oh, the fishing of Pennsylvania? Yeah, I was. I was kind of going that direction to just trying to put closure on the some of the trials and tribulations of of the season for for Todd doing two states, so we'll get that, and then we we're gonna go right back to to Vance. So I mean, it's it's nice to do two states because I mean Todd's ready to go. Yeah, you, you've already you've already done like the heebie-jeebies of like, oh, where's this? There's that. Blah blah blah. blah. Yes, it's all right there. It yes. generally always is all right there, but. There was one thing that wasn't there for me tonight. It caused it the is, whole, and it has completely screwed everything up. Yeah, and, hey, and it's a pretty important thing. It is, but you got to look at the the brighter side of this. You have beautiful tire art on your concrete. I do, I do. I should just we should like jackhammer this concrete out and just sell it. Who who would buy jackhammered concrete? These people up here i mean you could just say that it's art and they're just like oh yeah it definitely is they don't know or you could say it's like a plate of spaghetti they'll try to eat it (laughs) that's just what comes with the territory of this county okay great so okay now todd this is kind of the end of the end of the road of pennsylvania Mm -hmm. You know, we've been talking about how Muskie's Inc. and the Fish Commission have been, you know, working together to help the fishery and stuff like that. Have you noticed any, obviously there's ebbs and flows with all these lakes and stuff like that. 
How would yeah. you rank your Pennsylvania season now that it's come to a close? You know, I, I do limited trips. I don't really do that many. I would say the, you know, man, ebbs and flows. I had hot. It, it, it actually, it was exactly that. I had highs and lows. Uh, the early season after ice out for me and most everybody, everybody that I talked to was really, really, really bad. Uh, just not much happening, you know. I've never really gotten into that stuff. Uh, I always like to see those water temps get up around 60, like in your post spawn, everything's done. And, uh, my last week I, I, I had a really nice week here in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, I don't know how in depth. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I need to go, but, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I had a really good week. Broke the, uh, broke my PA charter record. Uh, for the number of fish now we didn't catch I, I will say this I didn't we never got anything really big but numbers were good I heard numbers coming in from other people that that uh, you know uh, it's 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 make it's making a difference for what the state's doing you know you got to pick your lake because Pennsylvania was a state that stocked every body of water in our whole entire state you you could catch a muskie in. I always thought that was pretty neat. You mm-hmm. know, you take your local little fifty acre trout lake, but they used to put tigers in there. You know, uh, so no matter where you went, I don't. There was hardly any ever left out. But they're starting to to sway more towards. Let's take, you know, let's cut that that, that number in half. Let's concentrate on some of these lakes and see what happens. Uh, and it's making a difference. I knew we're going back to Muskie's Inc., our local club, last couple seasons, uh, some of the local lakes right here in Western PA, they've been breaking records almost every time they had a tournament uh, with the numbers of fish being caught, which is great. You know, I, I always keep, you know, the whole way, when I was more involved with the Muskies Inc. Club and running the uh, tournaments and things, you know, there were years that, I mean, th- this is the honest to gosh truth. There, you could add up 15 years tournaments in some of these lakes and they couldn't match what happened at one Chautauqua tournament. That's just the way it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you used to say if you caught a fish, you generally won. Yeah. Well, I remember doing one and my brother took his little boat out and you know he sent me a picture of a 41 inch i was like congrats man you just won mm-hmm. and he did <laughs> he did you know that's you, you were looking for a fish that's changing you know you got to come up with multiple fish now uh which is great the pennsylvania fishery is definitely starting to come around in my eyes yeah yeah now i'm just going to name the lake that that seems to be coming around, and I'm not sure if it's a cycle or if if something was was done uh, by the hand of man on this. So Conneaut Lake, mm-hmm. a lot of people are not going to know Conneaut Lake. It is a drop in the bucket com- in size compared to the lake that's next to it, which is Pomatuning Reservoir. And I love Conneaut Lake. 
I also hate it very much. The reason I hate it is it's extremely developed and it's a very big pleasure boating lake. Mm-hmm. It is, in my in my terms, the most beautiful lake I've ever fished. Um, sure. Just I, I don't travel For much. Sure. And yeah, and I've and I've traveled throughout the country, and I'll tell you, casting that lake, I don't know how that lake not seen uh, the, the milfoil growth at all these other lakes. I mean, it, it reminds me of going to the Canadian lakes that I used to go to. It reminds me of what Chautauqua used to be. The cabbage still grows out to like 12, 15 feet of water, and it's not completely choked with milfoil. I did it's a really milfoil the other day. But, uh, you know, it, it's... I don't know how that lake isn't getting it because that is what has taken over every body of water that I fish, that, that milfoil. Uh, in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, in Canada. Oh, yeah. And, and, well, Tauqua. Canada, unlike the, on, the Georgian, on the Georgian Bay, I'm not, I'm not seeing much milfoil and stuff. Yeah, I'm still seeing that beautiful mm-hmm. cabbage. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I keep going back. Yeah, but the lakes, I like the lakes, Canada. the lakes, the lakes around here. It seems like that stuff has just taken over. Period. Yeah. So now it's the new weed. Maybe like when we're gone, dead and gone. Yeah, which might be pretty soon for me, if because I just ran my prop into where I make the swimmers. Um, <laughs> The maybe that maybe like the invasive weeds would be um like the cabbage weeds we love now, you know, to see. It could people be people be like, oh, those I, are I, terrible. I don't consider that milfoil invasive anymore. That's as that's the, the lakes that I fish in Canada, up in New York, and around here, I don't I don't even consider it because I've gotten used to it so much that you know, down in Kentucky that's what takes over down there. Uh, that's that, that's what we got. That's what we've had for many years. You know, I'm looking back to the the good old days <laughs> when mm-hmm. cabbage was around, and uh, now I consider the milfoil. That's that's the weed we have. The fish love it. It's much harder to. I mean, actually, it's possible to fish when it gets to full growth because it's laying on top of the water with big, long strands, you know, mm-hmm. you can fish it early. Uh, you can always fish in the cabbage, but you know, you can always fish that edge. That's, that's what my fishing has just become staying out on the edge of these thick matted milfoil and, uh, early leaf pond weed growth that you get. Uh, but, but that's what we deal with. I, I look at them as the, as, as what we have. You know, but going back to Conneaut, you know, that's PA's largest natural body of water. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably be- beautiful to fish this time of year. Right. It's going, and, and like to can, to kind of go with that invasive plant species, I don't know how that lake doesn't have it either because it has, it's a thousand acre lake. I'm, I'm using round numbers. And it probably has 40,000 boats on it any given time. <laughs> It it is, it it reminds me of some of those like crazy videos you see in like India and stuff like that where there's just no room to move at all. Maybe it's not that bad. 
like the traffic. Yes, there's just yeah. a lot. It's a constant two foot chop all the time during the summer, just from all the wake, and it's hitting you from every angle. And but regardless, beautiful lake, and it was it has given up the Pennsylvania state record. Oh, gosh, like a hundred years ago, ninety years almost ago, almost a hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, I think twenty, I think twenty three. I, I think so, twenty three. We're we're getting really close to a hundred years. Ninety to a hundred years oldest, ago. Yeah, you're, you're, it's the oldest uh, musky record mm-hmm. still out there. So, like when I really started fishing muskies hard, that lake was a tough nut to crack. It had mm-hmm. tons of pike. We've talked about this, you know, years ago um, about that. And Vance and I having a heyday with pike down there, just having a good old time, little hammer handles. It seems that it has kind of started to turn the tables on that. Now, Todd, you've been fishing it a lot more than I have in the last couple of years. I mean, have mm-hmm. you've obviously have had to see a change. I, oh, yeah. I, I haven't fished much. I mean, going back... That's where I grew up going. You know, it was it was the closest lake we had that had musk that that my grandpa would take me musky fishing. You have to remember these older fellas, like my grandpa who got into fishing. Most all the most of the lakes we we talk about now, they weren't built yet. So he used to spend his time going like to Pontiac Lake because it was a natural lake, and Chautauqua Lake because it was a natural lake. We didn't have Pima, or well, Pima Tuning is an old lake. Uh, oh man, I think from the fifties or something, but all these other ones, Moraine state park, I'm attuning Wilhelm, uh, Woodcock, all of our other lakes, they were built way after he started. So that's just where I grew up going. Now back then when I first started going there, a pike was, I, I kind of liked the pike because at least it was a toothy fish, but it was like a, 50 50 ratio i mean you would probably see as many if not more muskies and the occasional pike thrown in occasionally when you're fishing especially when you're a kid like a 28 inch pike rather than nothing was kind of exciting even to see one follow you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh but that that started turning you know i started turning 25 years ago to where it got to the point where i didn't even go there i mean our clubs were having tournaments people were going up there and there you know there there were no muskies being caught it was all pike and uh that is definitely i mean to, for me in the few times that i get to fish it it definitely changed yes i can't i can't remember the last time i went up there that we didn't have multiple musky encounters we'll put it that way yeah and sometimes being two some multi multiple sometime being much more than that with some pike with still a lot of pike thrown in but uh yeah so fun to fish where i was going with this is i didn't actually read it i did hear that uh the the fish commission did not want to axe Connie lake from the stocking program though Prior years when they would do surveys, they were catching like no muskies in the nets. And they, I, my understanding, I could be wrong, um, was they were giving it like a couple more years and they were going to put the nets out. If they got nothing in there from muskies and they weren't getting much feedback from anglers, then 
they were going to stop stocking it. It was almost like it's out of our hands at this point, and yeah. we're not going to keep. Light. But my understanding is they pulled muskies in the trap nets, so it yeah. looks like on the on like a buzzer beater, they're going to continue to um, stock muskies. That's from what I heard. I didn't read anything, but I. Mm-hmm. Do want to say like if we can do one thing to that lake, let's wipe out all the development, and then yeah, that's not that's not going to happen because there's like four mm-hmm. trillion dollars in houses around it. But that's the biggest thing with that lake, and that to me, I, I think that that's a win. I think that they did kind of concentrate some more efforts on it, and you know some of that stuff just might have to go through cycles with all those little pike. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they kind of got to work themselves through. They get a good year class or two or three they stack up on each other in a short time it it can it can put a hurts on stuff so it's just one of them you know don't write off a lake quite yet you know time is part of the equation on some of this stuff so um vance sent me a photo um how's that look it looks like it looks like if you gave a toddler a black marker and tell them just to start making dots. It literally looks like black dots from just, I can't even describe this accurately. So these came from Vance cranking his wheel uh, on his truck left and right to try to get this boat out of his garage. And only he wasn't moving. So it was just like scrubbing the tires Mm-hmm. And, and making like a, a squishy uh, round pattern, and yep. he has really good grouping because there's a lot of them in a very small spot. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That is very good. It's a way to kick it off. I'm back now, though. So I, I the, you have my full confidence. The fog uh, is lifted. He's good to go. The earth is yeah. shifted. How, how bad do I sound though in this? In this garage. Eh. I I enjoyed you huffing and puffing outside the garage more as it was more funny, but it's not bad. People will understand that you're looking at your now smashed up swimmer making area and your cement and you still don't have leaders and Mm -hmm. your wallet is nowhere to be found. I found that. Okay. So one out of four. Yeah. I found the wallet. It was in the car the whole time. It was in the truck. Couldn't see it oh, yeah, I just couldn't see it because it was very dark. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I need to swing this one full circle because I don't know if there's going to be any other thing that turns crazy for Vance. So we started this knowing. Oh, Vance... there will be. <laughs> well, I mean, we you got gotta, like you got to remember, I'm I'm fishing in two days, right? But I, I'm, I'm saying in the next something. ten to twenty minutes of this show. For people that just can't quite string this all together, Vance was having issues because his boat got all cockamamied in his garage. How, we don't know. Uh, He marked up his driveway considerably. I mean, this is like I would probably take tomorrow morning and try to pressure wash some of this off if you were literally going to seal this in for future generations. He marked all that up. He... What really kicked all the bad juju off was he couldn't find 30 liters in his boat that he tore apart. Um, so wasting uh, all that time looking for it, then he can't get the boat out of the 
the garage. He marks up his driveway. He starts heading to the lake to where he would kick off a very long stretch of overnighters there. Thinks he forgets his wallet. He spins the thing around and only to put the boat back in the garage that he just spent an hour to get it out of. He smashes the prop off the back wall. And yes, the main reason for the turnaround was the wallet that was sitting next to you the whole time. But I'll I'll tell you this. We still have a day. Right. We have a day. If If this were tomorrow, this wouldn't have happened in advance. He'd been there ready to go at the launch. That's why I'm prepping prior. That's why I got the boat ready in April. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even with all of my early preparation, um, I still, you missed one thing and it throws everything off. And that's what happened. And that's just kind of this full circle thing. But Todd, you have to tell me it's going to be okay. You have to just tell me that you're going to have leaders for me, please. I have. Yeah, I have. Hey Vance, if you say like I, I have leaders for you, Vance. I have leaders for you, Vance. They're on the safety pin. They're in that little cubby hole in the truck. That's hey, thank always. you so much. Yes. If you thank need you to, so Vance, much. I will get you leaders as well. I just need leaders sent to me. That's it. <laughs> what what the heck, what the heck just happened to me? I just Good I just wrapped it up real quick. I know, but this is just freaking crazy. Good Lord. Listen, there's, you're getting ready to fish uh, you know, two of the next 65 days or something crazy like that. So, Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm so excited. Now that you got your uh, practice run done. Yes. I, uh, I'm heading into my basement. And how do them lights work? Huh? Very well. I'm just trying to find the least echoey spot, but, um, look for your leaders. Not in here, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I was, I was on my honeymoon, right? Yes. And that's all I could think about was the musky season. I mean, we talked, we talked about it every day. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, but I, I, I thought, I mean, there was people that were saying things like reaching out to me, people that are booked for like the full moon in October were calling, um, things of that nature. So it was always on my mind. Um, I, I, I couldn't wait, but I was like anticipating something going wrong. I was like, what, what's going to happen? Like, cause I'm going to get home and I want to be up to camp on today, which was today. And I have so much stuff to do because when you come home from a wedding, you have to like open stuff and uh, make sure you got all your P's and Q's in order for like thank yous and stuff like that. So we, I've just been like, have you started writing them? By the way, I'm I'm curious. No, no, but we uh, we have everything like jotted down and stuff. And uh, I got a uh, I got a message today from uh, one of our loyal listeners clients i I, man i I don't know that he fished with both of us but he's fished with us and he 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 was like man that's so cool vance got the wedding and he's like good luck for the season i can't wait to get up there uh tell vance good luck with his nets (laughs) 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 i 
is he fish, is he fishing with us or is he just going up? Well, I think he's just going up. He's fish. He's fished with me before. Right, well, if he's just a, just a loyal he's, listener, he's thinking well, he's, of you. Somebody, somebody, whoever. I mean, if anybody out there ever catches one in Chautauqua, please contact <laughs> me. <laughs> please, hey, Vince, uh, do me a favor. Take a nail and start making serial numbers in the handles of these. So then, if if so, so, then you'd be like, yes. If anyone snags net number zero six six, let me know. How about this though? I took that spray foam. Okay. And mm-hmm. I bought whatever. I mean, they're like doesn't matter what brand. It seemed like they were like seven ninety nine for the generic, and then like fourteen bucks for for you know a name brand spray foam. And you're talking about expanding insulation in a can. Exactly. Okay. And so I was like, I'm not, you know, these nets are going to float this year. No doubt. Like you'll be able to, if, if the boat sinks, you'll be able to float on this thing. <laughs> well, so I go to, I take the little top off of the net uh, on the, the pole. There, it's, there's a plastic on the piece on the handle. Yes. Thank you. Andy. Always help me explain these things. Um, and I got my spray foam. I got the little tube that it comes with that, that shoots out of it. It's a little extender. It's about, you know, eight inches long or so to guide this spray foam down. Um, I give it a little shot in that. It doesn't reach maybe more than four inches <laughs> before the whole thing just like foams up and comes all the way out of the net handle. And so now I'm just like looking at this net handle and it's got spray foam, like just ice coning, like ice cream coning out of the top of it. And I'm like, hmm. Baking soda and vinegar. It's just spewing out. So I just, yeah, like that. So I just break it off and I'm like, okay, well that didn't work. I'll just try not to use this one or lose this (laughs) one. Like hopefully I don't lose this one, you know, because the spray foam thing, I just failed miserably. It's not going to work. Well, then, like, I went to grab this net uh, in April because I was getting my stuff ready. And there's a little pin that it catches, uh, that catches the, the net to the handle. What is that, Andy? Okay, oh, so it, it, it th- there's, like, a lock stop on this. So when you, you, you can collapse the net handle through the yoke, and then when you go to extend it, there's a it's a formed pin that goes, pops in, and then you can, um, it locks. I already know. <laughs> it, it doesn't work because there's so much spray foam in it uh, that it doesn't lock, you know? So, like, it would just stop before I could lock it into place. You go to <laughs> scoop, and you're pointing down, and the bag just falls off. <laughs> so, like, I couldn't. Like if I like so if I would go to like if I was reading a fish to net it and I went to thrust it into the water, it would the the pole would continue to move and the bag would just stop because it's not in that locking pin, you know. <laughs> so I could potentially just whiff on a fish. <laughs> like, oh my god! But okay, so I fixed it. <laughs> okay, explain to me how you fixed it. A hammer. <laughs> and you <dug> off. <laughs> a hammer and a uh, 
like a really thick drill bit. And I was just like, thing was clanging and banging. Now that is, that was my, that was in the starting rotation, but now that is the backup net. That's the bench. (laughs) That's the backup net. And I have a brand new net ready for the season, but the backup net is the one with the, the weird, uh, Okay. Whatever you called it. I have I have a prediction. <laughs> the only way that the backup net is going to see any kind of service is if you keep losing brand new nets. So you if you drop that the the now starter in the water, you're going to hit buy now or whatever on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And you're going to try not to even put the bench warmer in to play. It's just kind of a placeholder like well, it's better than jumping in because you yeah. know that you had to hammer drill bit this expanding foam insulation. Yeah. And it, it sucked. Did, did it humble you at all? No, it angered me. It angered me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I was like, how could I be so stupid? You know, here's me like thinking like this would definitely work before I hit the trigger on the damn spray foam thing and it just explodes in my face. Like in my eyes, I, I see it like petering down, like all the way down the, the freaking shaft Filling and the it's just shaft. like perfect. But no, it just like immediately exploded in my face <laughs> and it was an ice cream cone on like one of the most pivotal points in a nap. Tell me you did that like at your kitchen table or something. I did it in the garage like relatively closely like relatively close to the boat so there was like spray foam everywhere what would you what would you have done if it would like wait with the spray gun thing how the hell are you supposed to reuse those things it's a pretty much a one-shotter yeah yeah so you you spent that money to essentially destroy your net and throw 99 percent of the can away yeah so i threw like just like, you know, 200 bucks gone. <laughs> it's, it's always the thought that counts. Hey, those who don't mis- don't make mistakes are the ones not trying. So, Vance, what would you have done to, to just make this even better? If you would have been like, you know what? This is something that belongs in the boat. I'm just going to go ahead and give this thing a little pop of this expanding foam in the boat. And then all of a sudden it just starts ice cream coning, as you were calling it and starts falling on the carpet of your boat. Oh, I would have, I would have had a tough time reselling <laughs> because at that point, when it all, when, when it all settled out, you threw most of the can away. You mm-hmm. feel as though you ruined the net. Mm-hmm. And now the deck of your boat is soiled with expanded foam insulation that now it's, it's, it was just more or less, you should have just taken that foam and just wrote your name on the deck with it. I should have just taken my chances and just realized that I'm eventually going to lose this one day. And that's why I have a second one and one in a, in a shopping cart online. So as, as Vance, you're in your boat and you have these nets, is it like D-Day? I'm too stubborn to do anything else where people want to put those like um, things you would see in swimming pools. They're called like spaghetti arms or something. The noodles. The noodles. Yes. Thank you. 
I'm too stubborn to put that on my net. I don't want to put it on my net. Um, it looks weird. I feel like light blue would look good on it. Like get in the way. Mm -hmm. So I, I can't do any of the reasonable things and, uh, the, the people would do and should do. I just, I just can't do it. It just doesn't play right in my mind. So I tried the spray foam thing and it just was a complete waste. You're trying to be a pioneer. Yeah. The, net companies what if they just like made them with like they floated you know like the the shaft art floats mm -hmm. make that make, make that musky net that that does that i i, I don't want to be uh a donner here but i don't know how many people are <laughs> losing the net yeah, I know. I, mean, I, I yeah. You're not a you're not a downer. You're just you're a realist. <laughs> I I just don't know how often it happens. Like people, like you went to, uh, what's that show they have the uh, with the inventions? Uh, Shark Tank. Yeah, Shark Tank. That floats. <laughs> Who cares? And and and, and they're gonna like, look at well, you like yes, you can buy one for a dollar. It's the scoop minnows. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Well, how can you lose that thing?" Oh, no, I'll be like, "I'll show you." Kidding around? How Watch. how big is this net again? <laughs> with, with your arms, show us how big this yeah, net yeah. is. And how you're big is this net? <laughs> and you're doing like that if you're trying to like gauge the diameter of a tree by like hugging it. And you're like, it's like this, but your hands don't touch. And they're like, yeah. and you misplace these. Well, how can you lose this? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I haven't found ways to overcome gravity yet. Way. I'll be like, book a trip and you'll find it out. Is, the net is the most annoying thing in the boat. Is that? I, I think that's very accurate. Oh, it is by far. It takes <laughs> up the most room. It is the most annoying thing. And let me tell you, like, there is no good place for a net. No, you, know, you you drive with it. It's on your front casting platform. You got to keep your foot on it so it doesn't fly up and crush your windshield or fly out of the boat. You put it in your back in the cockpit area. It's flying all over the place. It's hitting people's feet. Um, caught on the levers for the chairs and anything. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. Baits it just it, it's like Velcro for baits. It is. It's. It's the most annoying thing. And on my Bimini, where I have a net holder, you know, what, where I've, mm -hmm. it's, it's not convenient as you, as you think it is. People are like, oh yeah, you got that net holder. You know, you're going to really like that. That's really good stuff. I hate it because you can't get it in and out quick enough. Oh yeah. It's great to hold the net if you don't need it. Yeah, exactly. If you don't need it, but you need it. Yeah, you you need you need the net all day, all day. Yeah, but and then, and then the one the one time like I you know like I, I I sandbagged it on it because I put it up there and I put one of the buttons like in the net hole the one day and it just like high winds boom snapped it right off and then it went in the drink. 
Um, <laughs> and then, but when you put it in that net holder, it's the bag's too big. The bag's way yeah. too big. So like, you're like jamming it in there. Like, Jesus, what the hell? Like you just constantly, it's Vince, constantly resisting. Vance, you're bringing up the difference between doing a guiding charter trips and fishing. Right. You know, that's the thing. My net was not that big of a deal before, and your net wouldn't be because you would only be getting it out probably a few times a season. Yeah, for a couple, couple big, nice fish, couple great big fish. The yes. difference is when we're chartering. I mean, I we you, now we're netting fish that you know. I'm like, okay, there's one coming in. I uh, <laughs> you want a picture with it? Oh my gosh, yes. So you grab the net, you know, and mm-hmm. you're hoping it doesn't go through the holes in the net. But it's just, yeah, it's just I'm not used to netting fish like that, you know. That that that's the difference of being a charger. You got to put them in. You got to get those fish landed. You got to land the fish, yeah. Officially landed with pictures and everything, you know. I know. I mean, we've we've fished together and just have been like, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. Yeah, it's there. We got it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I went I through whole seasons of where I netted a couple fish. Mm-hmm. You know, we use the. Hey, so have I. It's, it's the. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that hard, Todd. I mean, really. It's the most. <laughs> setting the bar low. We use the dreaded boga, reach down, grab uh-huh. with the boga, pull the hook, unleash it. That was a 38. Who cares? You know, uh, the thing just, never, ne- thing never, great. gills are never out of the water, you know, mm-hmm. when you do it that way. You yeah. grab that that three or four foot leader, boom, boga. Um, the net is oh, the most annoying. I think it's like the most annoying thing. And then when you're netting every single fish, it's the most annoying thing in the boat. And it's like it's one of the most unhealthy things in the boat too for the fish, uh, just because we see what happens to the little ones. Yeah, in there, and they're so feisty and. Uh, you know, they're just thrashing like crazy. They, the hooks get caught in the net. The, the half of their face is ripped off, you know. Yeah. It's just, that's why I throw them out of the boat all the time. I'm trying yeah. to, you know. Rid the world of the nets one at a time. Yes. I'm putting structure back into the lake. Oh, you absolutely. Are. And I'm, I'm sure if, like police or sheriffs or anything see you do that they would not write you a a citation for littering no not at all that's great i mean we're at an hour and like 10 minutes do you guys want to keep going down this or uh, we're i just want to give a shout out to the gentleman from wisconsin uh that I saw on my honeymoon. Get, tell that story real quick. We got we got a few minutes. Okay, we were. I was in a national in a national park. I was in um, which one was I in? Um, Kings Canyon National Park. Was at the visitor center. What state? Um, that is California. Okay. And a gentleman comes up to me, and I had on a muddy creek hat backwards. And I had on a Muddy Creek t-shirt. Frontwards or backwards? It was on one. Okay. (laughs) And this gentleman approaches me and he's like, have you fished with those guys? And I'm like, yeah, I I do 
every time I fish, my name's Vance. And he was like, oh, you know, oh my goodness. I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of the show. Um, listen to it all the time, blah, blah, blah. So this guy out of nowhere comes up to me and is, you know, sees Muddy Creek fishing guides, puts two and two together. Like thinks that I, I, I fished with them before. Um, and it turns out he's a big uh, fan of the show. And I just wanted to give him a shout out or remain nameless. Um, but you know, we appreciate our listeners and that was just like the cat's ass on the trip. Like 2,500 miles from home. California. Yeah. That's really cool. And you run into someone that listens. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. That's great. I love that story. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I was, have you fished with those people? I was like, excuse me? You don't know who I am? No, I was like, how dare you ask me about what's posted all over my chest and head right now? <laughs> but I really wasn't like that. I was, I was very approachable. Um, but neat stuff. Stupid little show. I mean, it's, very entertaining it's entertaining for people i'm sure people are going to laugh at all of my mistakes tonight um we're hoping season season hasn't even started yet last minute frustrations man just sucks i like it all right i'm gonna wrap this one up what pod and i are gonna meet up tomorrow what time you plan on getting up there i have no idea i'm tying up loose hands or Both leaders. Ready. All right. Yeah, type some leaders too. We'll take my boat out since yeah. it hasn't hasn't ran much. Okay. And uh tell me you've started it. Yeah, I started it. Yeah. Okay. I, I ran it I ran it once. In April. And I almost ran it aground. Yes. Oh, that's right. You, you remember that. But we'll uh we're gonna go do some scouting tomorrow, like good guides, and we are going to have a very fun and hardworking season, and I can't believe it's here. It went so fast. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Did I'm ready? I like I'm ready it too. Are we, are we missing anything? I don't think so. I think we're good. We didn't really. I mean, we're we, going to do a, a swimmer drop soon. I got to get them painted. Painting swimmers got some new colors, new glitters. We're super stoked about that. Those are going to be uh, limited runs and ran from our social media sites. So if you guys uh, want to grab some of the glitters and exclusive colors that Andy's going to be painting up, uh, make sure you pay attention to Facebook and Instagram. Yep, exactly what Vance said. And that is the Fat AZ Musky Products. Uh, Facebook page. You can also find it at fatazmuskie.com. Um, the baits are going to be more available on the Facebook page. Uh, if you're looking for raptors, look for them at Muskie Tackle Online and Team Rhino Outdoors. Rod holders, talk to me. I can get you squared away with any questions uh, or recommendations. Uh, the site is up to date and ready to rock. If you just know what you want, you can go order right there. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Vance and Todd, they're going to have this squared away. Trust me. Uh, Don't call. Or no, do do call. (laughs) Don't. 
I, I, I have a hard time keeping track of it. Don't look at the website and don't uh, email me, but call or text. Call or text. So That's the way you can get a hold of us at the, this moment. The, 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 the page that, that we pay for on the World Wide Web, don't go to it. Mm-hmm. Just don't. You, I mean, I, I still can't, so I don't know what's going on. I, I just Googled it again, and it's good. Okay. I hope so, because i got to finish an article for Muskie Hunter in the morning before I come up there. So, All right. On the website. St. Croix good Rods, job. best rods on earth. Uh, Vicks Marine Sports Center, Kent, Ohio. If you're in the area, stop in. Look, great used inventory, great service. Starcraft, Star Weld, Ranger, fiberglass and aluminum. And Ranger Boats, thank you. And quick tournaments, the Wausau area in Wisconsin, Muskies Inc. They're going to have one June 1st. Look up their website, Chautauqua Lake Showdown, late June. Look up the website. Uh, big thanks to Muskies Inc. Uh, join your local chapter and you know be part of the greater good and a stronger voice for the Muskie community. And with that, um, I wish Vance and Todd good luck on the opener and everyone else as they go fishing. I will not be.